TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have a few clouds now and 42 degrees. Capitol Hill lawmakers are scrambling to avoid a potential government shutdown again. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer with the latest. Time is running out for Congress to pass a spending bill to avoid a partial government shutdown. Lawmakers only have until midnight Friday. This as President Biden is stepping up his pressure on House and Senate leaders to reach a compromise in time. He's summoning them for a meeting at the White House on Tuesday. Those talks will also reportedly include renewed efforts in getting emergency aid for Ukraine and Israel passed. The government will go into full shutdown if there's no budget or stopgap by March 8th. A 20-year-old suspect is in custody and will face charges of capital murder, child endangerment, and felon in possession of a firearm after Saturday morning's double homicide in East Wichita. The victims were identified as 35-year-old Christopher Harrell and 35-year-old Natisha Phillips, both of Wichita. Police were dispatched to the 7300 block of East Kellogg at 9.25 a.m. Saturday. When they arrived, they found the victims suffering from gunshot wounds. Phillips died at the scene while Harold died at a local hospital. A young child found at the scene was not hurt and will receive needed medical and psychological treatment. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Suspect will not be identified by Wichita police until and if formal charges are filed. A teenager suffered critical but non-life-threatening injuries in a shooting Saturday night in North Wichita near 19th at Estelle. Police say a 15-year-old suffered an accidental self-inflicted wound. Several people were involved in a shooting in Milwaukee Sunday afternoon. Fox's Christina Van Zeltz reports. Milwaukee police say it was a quadruple shooting. The medical examiner says a 21-year-old woman and a 28-year-old man died. Police say an unidentified man was also shot and is in serious condition. A 23-year-old was also shot and is expected to be okay. Police say a 25-year-old was arrested. Investigators believe the shooting is domestic violence related and related to a physical fight. Police say all victims exchanged gunfire with unknown suspects. Hundreds of mourners attended a funeral mass for a Kansas City area DJ who was killed during a celebration rally of the Chiefs Super Bowl victory. Lisa Lopez Galvin was remembered Saturday during a funeral mass as a loving mother and wife who saw each day as a chance for excitement and laughter. The 43-year-old Lopez Galvin was one of about two dozen people shot when gunfire erupted September 14th outside the city's Union Station. 
There's progress on a potential ceasefire to allow Israeli hostages to be released from Hamas custody. But Israel says it doesn't plan on leaving Gaza even if the war ends. A Friday meeting between U.S., Qatari and Egyptian mediators laid out a more detailed groundwork for a release of Israeli hostages in exchange for a pause in the fighting. This as the Israeli military has shifted its focus to Rafah, a city in the southern part of the Gaza Strip near the border with Egypt, where an estimated one and a half million Palestinians have sought refuge. Netanyahu says even if a ceasefire agreement is reached, the IDF intends to continue with its plans for a ground operation in the south. Netanyahu releasing a proposal Friday for the Israeli military to occupy Gaza indefinitely, even after the war is over. That plan roundly rejected by the Palestinians and other Arab nations. In Tel Aviv, Trey Yankst, Fox News. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley says it's not the end of our story. Despite Donald Trump's easy primary victory in South Carolina, Haley had long suggested that her home state would show her competitiveness with the former president. Defying calls from South Carolina Republicans who exit the race, Haley held a rally Sunday in Michigan, which holds its primary Tuesday. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Winter is more than half over, and things are looking up. Stephen, 10 of the morning, KNSS, 608. Now, eight minutes past six o'clock on this Monday morning, a chilly 38 degrees. A large portion of Manhattan, including the campus of Kansas State University, lost power Sunday morning. The outage affected over 6,500 customers. There's no word from Evergy on why the lights went off. Power was restored in less than two hours. Russian forces are ramping up attacks against Ukraine. Fox's Greg Palkett reports from Kiev. The war here in Ukraine entering year three, and Russia is wasting no time doing some more damage. It's S-300 missiles blasting a town in eastern Ukraine, a railway station hit as well as a church, apartment building, shops. This after an overnight assault of drones and other missiles. We heard the sirens, most of them knocked down. Meanwhile, President Zelensky had a pretty wide-ranging press conference. Among the key messages, he says this year will be a turning point for the war, a turning point in favor of Ukraine, that there is no chance for the country to exist without a favorable outcome. He says he's positive about U.S. military aid coming through and negative about talking to Vladimir Putin, who he calls deaf. He acknowledged that figure for Ukraine military losses, putting the toll at 31,000. Potential U.S. funding for Ukraine continues to be held up in Congress. A man burned himself alive in Washington Sunday, apparently in protest of Israel's military action in Gaza. He's been hospitalized in serious condition. A man dressed in military fatigues announced he would no longer be complicit in genocide, doused himself with a flammable liquid, and then set himself on fire in front of Israel's U.S. Embassy in Washington Sunday afternoon. Witnesses say he shouted, Free Palestine, even after ignition. Washington, D.C.'s fire department says Secret Service agents put the flames out with fire extinguishers. The man's car was searched by the bomb squad as a precaution. They found nothing dangerous. The U.S. Air Force confirms the man's status as an active-duty airman. In Washington, Jack Callahan, Fox News. The ailing Pope was well enough to celebrate his weekly Sunday prayer. 
Pope Francis appeared at the Vatican window overlooking St. Peter's Square Sunday after canceling his engagement Saturday because of a mild flu-like illness. In his address, the pontiff remembered with sorrow the second anniversary of the start of what he called a large-scale war in Ukraine. He went on to say that the war is not only devastating that region, but also unleashing a global wave of fear and hatred. He pleaded for a diplomatic solution to end the war and to achieve a just and lasting peace. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News. KNSS News Time now. 6-11, 11 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. Just a few minutes ago, there was some pretty heavy and slow-moving traffic, and that was uh, westbound K-96, or sorry, eastbound K-96. It was pretty close to 21st Street North over in northeast Wichita. Uh, That has gotten a little bit better now, but just continue to watch out for a slowdown in that area. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a mostly clear sky across Wichita and south central Kansas, we expect unseasonably warm weather again today with a high 78. Tonight, partly cloudy, Arlo 53. Another breezy afternoon tomorrow with a high 78 before a strong cold front moves through on Tuesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a few clouds, south wind at 6 miles per hour, 38 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 612 now, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock on this Monday, February 26th. Another beautiful day across central Kansas Sunday. Wow. Wichita's high temperature yesterday, 76 degrees. Normal high is 52 for that date. And the record high for that date, 78. That was set in 1986. So yesterday, uh, Wichita got within two degrees of uh, the record for the date. Missed it by two degrees. On this date in 1993, a truck bomb built by Islamic extremists exploded in the parking garage of the North Tower of New York's World Trade Center, killing six people and injuring more than a 1,000 others. The bomb failed to topple the North Tower into the South Tower, as the terrorists had hoped. Both structures were destroyed in the 9-11 attack eight years later. So that was the morning shot, and uh, then came the big one on 9-11. U.S. stamp honoring John Wooden has been unveiled on the UCLA campus, where he coached the Bruins to a record 10 national basketball championships in the 1960s and 70s. Two of his former players, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Jamal Wilkes, were on hand to honor Wooden. His oldest grandchild, Christy Impelman, recalled how Wooden personally replied to letters and autograph requests throughout his lifetime with handwritten notes he enclosed in envelopes with stamps. He is the second college basketball coach to be honored with a postage stamp. The other, James Naismith, who invented the game. Wooden was 99 when he died in 2010. Mm. I wonder if anybody will ever, coach will ever even come close to 10 national titles. Probably the most anybody has, what, two or three? Yeah, I'd say that's the most probably. Uh, it took eight years, but Jen Powell made the leap from the minors to a major league spring training contest when she umpired the Great Food League opener between the Houston Astros and Washington Nationals at Cacti Park of the Palm Beaches Saturday. Paywall's spring training debut marked the first time since 2007 
Then a woman up prior to Major League Spring Training game. And last done by Rhea Cortizio. With a ponytail coming out of her ball cap, Paywall was stationed at third base. So she got the, the hot corner down there to uh, umpire in her first Major League game. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. What else we got going on? I got to, got to take the day off Friday. And uh, I presume everything went without a hitch. Yeah, it seemed to. Everything seemed to be okay. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got coming up here. Oh, uh, later on this morning in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to have uh, Cody Sharvett with us. Cody's with the uh, Sedgwick County Emergency Management. And they are having uh, starting their 2024 Severe Weather Safety Program. The first one is tonight, as a matter of fact, at Valley Center. I think they always have the first one. But uh, Cody will be there and uh, presenting some uh, information. If you're interest, interested in that kind of stuff, uh, there it is. It's tonight at... 314 East Clay in Valley Center at the Valley Center Community Center. And they start at 6.30. Yeah, all of them start at 6.30. Next one will be uh, Thursday of this week. And that will be uh, for uh, Mount Hope and Andale, and it'll be that Mount Hope Community Building. So Cody will be here at 6.10 this morning with Steve and Ted, filling us in on uh, everything we need to know about that. Of course, 7.35 this morning, we will have uh, uh, Mondays with the Mayor. Mayor Lily Wu will be with us. Stephen Ted now six sixteen. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a commercial break here, Jad, as uh, the morning show continues here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. One person was hospitalized in extremely critical condition after a motorcycle crash in southeast Wichita Sunday afternoon. The crash occurred just after four p.m. on East Forty Seventh Street South between Oliver and Woodlawn. Kansas Highway Patrol will be taking part in a two-week seatbelt enforcement campaign. They're joining with law enforcement agencies from Kansas, Missouri, and Oklahoma to take part in the Seatbelts Are For Everyone or SAFE program that begins Monday. Troopers will focus on drivers and passengers in and around high schools to raise awareness of roadway safety and the importance of wearing seatbelts. Other law enforcement officers will continue to educate drivers and passengers about the importance of using seatbelts while in their vehicles. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Wichita Police Chief Joe Sullivan provides KNSS News with an update on the progress of the department's efforts to implement recommendations made in the Jensen Hughes report. These were some of the significant issues that were raised in the Jensen Hughes report. and We're making great Great strides there in implementing the, that, the recommendations made in that report. We have 23 completed. We have 23 in progress, and we have eight under review. And we're currently in contract with the negotiate with, with the FOP for the new contract, and we're working on implementing uh, the remaining, which requires negotiation with the FOP. Sullivan was a guest on the John Whitmer Show Sunday night on KNSS. Officials are looking for an American couple who went missing in their yacht in the Caribbean. I spoke with the sons of the missing Virginia couple. They are in the Caribbean right now, assisting police with this investigation. They described their parents, Kathy Brandle and Ralph Hendry, as adventurous, loving people who were highly respected in their community. 
The couple was sailing off Grenada when they went missing last week from their yacht, Simplicity. Authorities believe three escaped prisoners who were previously charged with violent robbery allegedly hijacked the couple's yacht. Brandel's son tells me there was evidence of a struggle, violence, and blood found on the yacht. Fox's Christina Coleman reporting there. Health officials say it's normal to see a spike in stomach flu cases during the winter months, but the Northeast is getting hit the hardest. The positivity rate in the region is more than 13 percent, up from 10 percent in mid-December. That is higher than any other part of the country. Western states are the second hardest hit, with more than 12 percent of norovirus tests coming back positive. Nationally, the rate is hovering at around 12 percent. This does track with seasonal trends. Around the same time last year, about 15 percent of norovirus tests in the Northeast were positive. Medical experts say this is because the virus thrives in cold weather. Plus, more people are staying indoors, making the virus more likely to spread. Symptoms of the norovirus, also known colloquially as the stomach flu, include vomiting and diarrhea. And it is extremely contagious. In Washington, Mather Avera, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A fairly mild start to the work week for us here today with temperatures soaring this afternoon. We will likely be in the low 70s by the time we head to lunch, 78 for the afternoon high. Partly cloudy and breezy tonight, Tello 53, and a windy day ahead on Tuesday with a high 78 before a powerful cold front arrives Tuesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a few clouds, 38 degrees, a south wind at 6 at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Today is Monday, February 26th, 2024. And uh, as we said, beautiful day yesterday. About, what, three in a row? I got, <laughs> I had three days off, Chad, and I meant I got in some real nice walking because we had excellent weather all three days. We really did. Beautiful weather. Wow. Yeah. I managed to get in some walking, too, actually. So, yeah, worked out pretty well. Saturday, I was able to uh, get out in the yard. I finally got up on my type of two, what, what you call pampa grass bushes. They grows, yeah. They'll grow up about four or five feet high. They started just little bitty bit things, and now they've kind of taken over the two corners of my house. But every year about this time, you got to trim them back. So I trim them clear back to about oh, four or five inches from the ground, and that's what I did Saturday. Usually, I get one of my grandkids over there to help me because the. The shoots on those things are hard to deal with. They're long and thin, and the only way to get them into a, a bag is, to, I've found, is to take a handful and just fold them over like that. Yeah. That way you can stick them down in there like you're sticking spears in there. Uh, kind of perfected that over the years. So I got that. I got about five bags worth, and my, my wonderful wife, Shelly, sat out there and t- you know instructed me on how to do it. So, well, <laughs> yeah. Need the help, you know. This was an interesting story that we had on Fox a few minutes ago against uh, – the northeast part being hit by that that uh, stomach virus. It's called stomach flu. I I think most people out there know what it is. Yeah. You I've had it. Have you had it? Uh yeah. 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 Ted's had it. Uh I think he was the first to get it for us. But it's very very contagious. And now my uh my grandkids, my daughter and her kids have all had it. So it's going around. I I haven't talked to uh, our uh, health director, but uh I'm sure the the numbers are way up. Around Sedgwick County for that. Yeah. I saw something on TV last night where the measles are starting to crop up in some states. I thought that one was pretty well taken care of. There is, Well, of course, it, it was. There's a vaccine for that, and people get their measles shots when they're little. They shouldn't have any trouble with it. Measles. 
Okay, let's see. Today is the 26th of February. It was on this date in 1987. The Tower Commission, which had probed the Iran-Contra affair, issued its report, which rebuked President Ronald Reagan for failing to control his national security staff. Uh, Congress felt they were out of out of uh, out of line in what they were doing, trading trading guns. Uh, uh, yeah. Colombia's government has announced an underwater exploration more than 600 meters deep to investigate and try to raise objects from the mythical galleon San Jose. The ship sank in the 18th century in the country's northern Caribbean. Okay. And is believed to contain cargo valued at billions of dollars. It's the first phase of scientific research into the galleon that aims at Rica at collecting information to determine which pieces are suitable and possible to extract. Okay. So, 600 meters. Deep. What kind of cargo would be worth that amount of money this day that wouldn't be destroyed by all of that time at the bottom of the sea? I don't know. Would gold last? That's about all I could think it. Yeah, I think, think it, it might be. And basically, that's what we're looking at. Trying, mm. trying to get some gold doubloons and pieces of eighth at the yeah. bottom at six hundred, six about eighteen hundred feet, nineteen hundred, about half mile maybe. Yeah, well, searching for pirate treasure has always been, you know, one of the better ways that you can uh, uh, create some wealth for yourself. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's good a, luck, it's dude. Not really a hit and miss operation. It's pretty much a, <laughs> a done deal. You you guys are going to get rich, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, I'm going to talk about this situation in Florida. It's uh, it's called the Florida Man Games. Okay. Well, we talked about this a little last week. Oh, did I have you? been we we did, but I have been really kind of wanting to hear more about it. I've got some something here from from the Associated Press this okay, morning. Okay, cool. It's a showdown that treats evading police and wrestling over beer like they were Olympic sports. <laughs> the Florida Man Games made its debut Saturday in St. Augustine. With a dozen teams competing in events inspiring some of Florida's most harrowing and hilarious headlines. How about there's some good video of this, too? Events included wolfing down barbecue pork and sausage. Well, of course. Dueling in muddy water in an inflatable pool. I imagine duel, I imagine they mean fighting. And pummeling each other with weapons made from pool noodles and duct tape. All right. You know, the pool noodles, those long round things. Other events involved uh, running from actual sheriff's deputies while jumping fences and avoiding obstacles. Or wrestling sumo style while holding pitchers of beer. Uh, and, uh, sumo wrestling and beer. And beer. And I presume not wanting to spill any of them, any of the beer. Hmm. Organizer Pete Melfi says it was the opportunity to live a day in the life of a Florida man <laughs> without ending up in a cop car. So, well, I thought that was the point. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to live the life of a, of a Florida man. That's what they do down there, I guess. <laughs> and that, when, I, when I was looking at that this morning, I, I was wondering, whatever happened to that really politically incorrect TV show, The Man Show? You remember that? Oh, I remember it, yeah. The two guys, they would try to do the most obnoxiously blatant sexual things they could think of. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people took it very seriously. I just thought it was hilarious. I thought they were making. <laughs> well, one of the hosts became the host of a late night talk show. So yeah, there you go. Turned it into something worthwhile. Yeah, but uh, you know, <laughs> the Man Show. It was on for a little bit. It's long gone now. Oh yeah, uh, been gone for quite a while. Yeah, but they're still doing that kind of stuff down in Florida. 
Oh, easily, yes. Okay. 636, Stephen, 10 in the morning. And uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the KNSS Commodities Update this morning with our good friend and yours, Tom Leffler. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Jan. Well, back on Friday, the entire cattle complex was able to close with triple-digit gains despite the lack of price-friendly news. Now, a few of the feeder cattle contracts made new highs for the week Friday. Now, Friday's cattle on feed report is considered to be slightly negative with the placements larger than expected. Cash cattle traded Friday in Kansas at an average price of $182.50, and we saw lean hogs futures able to close mostly on the positive side. On Friday's close, April live cattle $1.35 higher, $187.90. April feeders $3.27 higher, $259.97, and April lean hogs were unchanged at $87.20. Now, despite early positive trade, the wheat, corn, and soybean futures closed on the negative side Friday. March corn traded below $4. The last time a front-month corn contract traded below $4 was in November of 2020. Last week, the May Kansas City wheat gained $0.04. May corn lost $0.16. May soybeans lost $0.35 for the week. Trading overnight started higher and has now again turned negative. May Kansas City wheat is trading five and a half cents lower at five sixty. May corn three cents lower at four ten and a half. May soybeans down a penny and a quarter at eleven forty and a half. April crude oil down forty cents at seventy six oh nine. April gold down six dollars and eighty cents at two thousand forty two sixty. The March S and P down three and a quarter points at five thousand ninety eight and a quarter. March dollar index down twenty cents at one oh three sixty six. And March Dow Jones futures thirty one points lower at thirty nine thousand one fifty seven. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using eight six six go to Tom. Tom, I hate, I hate to put it this way to you, but uh... Are all the buttons in the right direction over there? Uh, we're getting a, a huge echo like you're on the phone and not on the uh, and not on the computer. What do you think, Tom? There is a button that's not correct. Oh. You're right, Steve. <laughs> the, the red one or the brown one? Yeah, I'll I'll, re, I'll get that fixed, and tomorrow will be perfect. Oh, you're going to fix it tomorrow? Well, while we're here, while well, we got you, and you're down there in the echo chamber. I'm afraid if I fix it right now, Steve, it might cut us off. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't have anything important to say, but except that uh, I did drive. I was uh, I was driving a little bit out in the country over the weekend again, and and uh, noticed that there's a little greenery going on. I guess that's the wheat coming up, huh? Between the little bit of moisture we've had and the warm weather, it's greening up a lot. All right. So we can look for a wheat crop again this year. We hope better than last year, huh? Exactly. Was last year's the the worst Kansas wheat crop we've ever had? No, but it was the worst we've had in several years. In several years. Been quite a long time then. Yes. Okay. All right, sir. Well, uh, you find that button, throw it the other way, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning, okay? Okie doke. Okay, thanks. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Coming up, coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. This is Lisa Stofan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. In the morning, KNSS. 6.45 here on a Monday. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Temple 72, Wichita State 66 in overtime. Two. 20-year-old faces murder charges in the fatal shooting of a man and woman in East Wichita. One. Congress is facing another government shutdown de- deadline Friday. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic right now in Wichita. The traffic volumes are starting to pick up. I'm not really seeing it slowing anything down out there just yet, but yeah, those traffic volumes getting heavier. Heaviest traffic that I'm seeing right now uh, looks to be on Harry near Oliver. Uh, just seeing a lot of traffic in that area, especially looking eastbound there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And we have excellent driving weather this morning. Mostly sunny today with a high of 78 degrees. Yesterday's high was 76. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 52. For Tuesday, mostly sunny and windy. Tomorrow's high, 79 degrees. Now a few clouds, a south wind at 6 miles per hour. 38 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You know it makes a great gift for just about any occasion. Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas, in historic Delano. Stephen's in the morning, KNSS, and Republicans and Democrats in Washington, D.C. are weighing in on the growing opposition to electric vehicles. It's Fox Wheels. President Biden previously mandated that 50% of car purchases will be electric by 2030. And now more than 130 House and Senate Republicans are urging the White House to withdraw its new proposed tailpipe emissions regulations unveiled last April by the EPA. That would mandate 67% of new vehicle purchases be electric by 2032. The opposition calling it misguided mandates that will weaken our economy, that EVs are unreliable and unaffordable, and they're joined by some Democrats, even energy industry groups, who've said that President Biden's EV mandates will reduce consumer choice, lead to higher prices, and benefit China. Dealers have also turned EV deliveries away as demand has cooled, so much so that automakers have now hit the brakes on billions of dollars in EV investments. That's Fox Wheels. I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. 
Wall Street completed another winning week Friday. Stocks mostly higher and choppy action as markets digest a rally in artificial intelligence stocks. The Dow up 62 points, the S&P up by one, the Nasdaq composite falling 44. That after the index recorded its best performance in a year. At the center of the action, AI chip maker NVIDIA, which topped $2 trillion in valuation for the first time, though it couldn't hold on to those gains through the close. Meanwhile, Fed officials continuing to say that they feel no rush to cut interest rates, futures traders pricing in a 69% chance for a rate cut in June. All eyes focused on Thursday's PCE inflation report. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. AT&T says it will give affected customers $5 each to compensate for last week's network outage. Many customers were left without cell phone service for hours Thursday. Companies now announces on its website that customers will get a $5 credit on their account within two billing cycles. The credit does not apply to AT&T business, prepaid device service, or Cricket, its low-cost wireless service. Mm. Don Grant, the CF, CFP, the money tracker here, uh, talking about early retirement today, right, Don? Well, I, I am, Steve. Yes, you are. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, I know, I know a few people who are bent on retiring early. Some go to the extreme fire, which they call financial independence, retire early lengths, to sock away enough to enjoy an early and long retirement. Others may just duck out a few years before the traditional retirement age. Either way, you need to fill those years between the last paycheck and qualifying for Social Security and Medicaid or Medicare as well. A recent Employee Benefit Research Institute study shows that about 14% of all workers younger than 55 quit working. Uh, Between 55 and 59, 19% stopped. 11% at 60 and 61, and 26% at 62 and 64, and 13% at 65, while just 6% waited until age 70 or older. There are several benchmark ages that can affect your income in retirement. First of all, at age 55 is when you can draw penalty-free from some employer 401k-type plans, so into employer retirement plans. Age 59 and a half is when you can pull penalty-free income from IRAs. Age 60 is often the youngest to qualify for a company pension benefit. It depends upon the company, of course. 62 is the youngest age to collect a reduced Social Security benefit. Age 65 is Medicare eligibility. 67 is full retirement age for most workers. And age 70 is the maximum age for enhanced Social Security benefits. With those age thresholds in mind, um, can you afford to bridge that gap between when you get your last paycheck and when you qualify for pensions, Social Security, and no penalty withdrawal from from your retirement accounts? Well, it's impossible to give a one-size-fits-all answer as to how much you'll need save to maintain your lifestyle after working. There are as many answers as there are lifestyles. Some say that you'll need 80% of your highest earnings. Well, that may be a bit short, as that doesn't take non-Medicare health care coverage into account uh, for those gap years. It's all about several streams of income, from my point of view. 
creating a portfolio of, say, rental properties or generating several forms of revenue like oil leases or building a small business that can be sold when the markets are right can all build a base for ongoing income. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267 Well, I uh, uh, had breakfast yesterday at, uh, I believe it was St. George's in, uh, in Clonmel. Okay. We got through a service of uh, my wife and kids, grandkids, and, and they had a, a breakfast after a fundraiser. Right. That I'd never been to. And really, really nice. They had eggs there that were the most tasty, beautiful scrambled eggs I had ever seen. Were they fluffy? They were fluffy. And buttery? And buttery. Oh. So I asked the, the woman who, uh, Nicole, who was in charge of this, how did you get them that fluffy? How did you scramble those? She says, those aren't scrambled eggs. And apparently, there's a way you, she had a recipe where you do this in an oven, and you just oh. you just keep flipping them, but you, you you bake them, I guess. I know you can micro them. Huh? I've never tried it, but you can microwave scrambled eggs. But... I tell you what, these these were tasty. I got to figure out how to do it. Duplicate wow. it at home. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hello. Yeah. Hello. 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 Today is hello. this is a good one for you guys. National Set a Good Example Day. And I think you both do. That's a great idea. You know, when we observe kindness in others, we're often inspired to do that ourselves to be kind. But setting an example, I, I guess I learned this when, when I was a young father. And I saw how my little boy, who was just a toddler, would mimic things I did. Oh, yeah. Kids pick up stuff oh, quickly. I mean, yeah. He wasn't even two years old. And he was picking it up. And I thought, I got to watch what I do. Mm-hmm. How I do things, how I say. Was he things. running around saying "drat" and stuff like that? No, no. What did he? What did he do? He, that was, was, he was drinking coffee, and he was quite cranky all the time. <laughs> at two no, years I, old. I'll tell you the example. We were, we were. I think we were at a picnic uh, with my wife and and my sister in law, and, and uh, I I uh, was smoking a cigarette, which I did occasionally in those days. And here he is. He picks up the pack and starts pulling a cigarette. Yeah. Out. Oh boy! Nope. Did you uh, quit? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Set a good example, there. But what a what a good thought, though, for anybody, anywhere. That's true. That everybody. is completely true. That's right. Be a good person today. Yeah. Well, anything going on the weekend exciting for you, Chief? Puppy. Oh, the puppy. The puppy. The puppy update. The pup date. Pup date. The yeah. Pup now, now he's. I I swear he's already. We had him since Thursday, and he's already. Gosh, probably gained two pounds, but but he's uh, constantly peeing in the house. Uh, I mean, you you just can't. He's just too darn quick, and it's like he's peeing every five minutes, you know. But we're but we take him outside. We caught him a number of times and got him outside, and and uh, he's getting it. And of course, he gets a treat every time he he does it outside, you know. I, I but uh, I don't know if this is the right way or whatever. But uh, uh, when my my second rat terrier, Lucky, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kept him in his carrying cage all day. Well, we we ha- he has- took him out to potty, and then put him right back in. Really? This went on for a, a couple of weeks, and he got it. He wow! Got, you don't you don't poop where you eat. You don't. Yeah. Well, no, he's he's we're crating him, and he's probably spending the majority What's of his time be- uh, crated. And he and he has learned. He stopped uh, like yelping, you know, when you first put him in there because he knows there's some activity going on in the rest of the house, but. But uh, no, he's and immediately out of the crate, we take him outside. So he's going to be a big dog then. Probably not. He's a small, small lab, uh, and uh, he's uh, got half. He's half English lab, and so he's probably going to be sixty, sixty-five pounds, something like that, which is which is smaller than a lot of. They can they can get to be eighty probably wow. labs. Wow. 
All right. Well, good luck with the what's the puppy's name now? We're still grappling. Uh, oh, we're having a hard time between. Out. Well, there's there's a couple names floating around. Steve, Ted, Steve, Ted. Mm. Uh, no, Larry, Larry, Larry. I, I just uh, think it's kind of funny. It is. I've got a neighbor's dog. He's like a doodle do- or something. Yeah, his name's Larry, well, and he looks like a Larry. Well, and the other one's Huck. Like Huckleberry. Huck, Huckleberry. So he Huckleberry. kind of, he, the way he waddles, he's kind of a Huckleberry, you know? A Huckleberry. A, well, that's good. So Larry, Huckleberry, uh, Fred, mm-hmm. Freddy. Uh, yeah, but I, I think I, I think Larry's kind of floating to the top S-s-s-s-s-s. here. All right. If you have any ideas, let me know, man. Okay. Good luck, Don. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Donnie up, Jr. Coming up here. Donnie, D, <laughs> DJ. DJ. Coming up at the top of the hour news here, 7 o'clock this morning with Steve and Ted. Another government shutdown deadline for Congress this week. I have the story coming up. Stephen's end of the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.